It's Saturday, April 22nd, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Eight people were shot in Washington, D.C. on Friday night, including a 12-year-old girl in two scenes that are likely connected, police said. All those injured in the gunfire that erupted around 10 p.m. on La Bombe Street Southeast and 2nd Street Southeast are expected to survive, according to Assistant Chief Andre Wright of the Metropolitan Police Department. Witnesses said a shooter or shooters in a black sedan drove through the block and indiscriminately fired upon individuals here on La Bombe. As officers were at the scene where multiple men had been shot, police were informed of another shooting on 2nd Street where the 12-year-old was found. In other news, returning to Florida to discuss climate change, Vice President Kamala Harris announced Friday that $562 million will be spent on 149 projects around the country aimed at improving resilience to threats such as rising seas and the kinds of coastal flooding that recently slammed the southeast part of the state. Harris outlined the funding plan during an appearance at the University of Miami where she also toured a lab immersed in coral restoration work and a hurricane simulator capable of generating Category 5 strength winds of more than 157 miles per hour. The funding is part of what the Biden administration calls its Climate Ready Coasts Initiative. Of the $562 million total, about $477 million is to help towns and cities respond better to extreme weather events, restore wildlife coastal habitats, and focus more attention on assistance for underserved communities in tackling climate and storm threats. Around the world, The Sudanese army said Saturday it was coordinating efforts to evacuate diplomats from the United States, Britain, China, and France out of the country on military airplanes as fighting persisted in the capital, including at its main airport. The military said that Army Chief General Abdel Fattah Burhan had spoken to leaders of various countries requesting safe evacuations of their citizens and diplomats from Sudan. The country has been roiled by bloody fighting for the past week that has killed over 400 people so far, according to the World Health Organization. Foreign countries have struggled in vain to repatriate their citizens, a task deemed far too risky as clashes between the Sudanese army and a rival powerful paramilitary group have raged in and around Khartoum, including in residential areas. With Sudan's airspace closed, Foreign countries have ordered their citizens to simply shelter in place until they can figure out evacuation plans. Back in the U.S., Lyft is preparing to lay off hundreds of employees just days after new CEO David Risher began steering the ride-hailing service with an eye of driving down costs to help bring its fares more in line with its biggest rival, Uber. Risher, a former Amazon executive, informed Lyft's workforce of more than 4,000 employees in an email posted online Friday that a significant number of them will lose their jobs. The note didn't specify how many people would be jettisoned, but the Wall Street Journal reported that at least 1,200 employees will be laid off. The report cited unidentified people familiar with the cost-cutting plans. San Francisco-based Lyft declined to provide additional details Friday, but said more information will be released next week. And... The Texas Senate passed a bill that would require the prominent display of the Ten Commandments in public school classrooms, reigniting a debate over the role of religion in schools and parental rights. The measure, sponsored by Republican State Senator Phil King, 
states that every public elementary or secondary school must, quote, display in a conspicuous place in each classroom of the school a durable poster or framed copy of the Ten Commandments, end quote, starting in September. The Senate passed the bill in a 17-12 to 12 vote, and it now heads to the GOP-led House. The Senate also passed two other Republican-sponsored bills focused on religion. One measure would allow schools to adopt policies requiring time for students and employees to participate in prayer and Bible reading, while the other, sponsored by State Senator Tan Parker, would ensure school employees' rights to engage in religious speech or prayer while on duty. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.